Something I want to talk about on the podcast today is the fact that Canva has unveiled a whole bunch of new AI-driven image um, generation tools. They're transforming text into some pretty stunning visuals. Um, I want to dive into some of these features, what they're actually rolling out here. And this is actually kind of cool because it, for those that have used Canva, right, this is kind of a, uh, I don't want to say it's like a knockoff of like Photoshop and a lot of the Adobe creative tools. It's definitely, um, I think it has its own kind of space carved out as in the sense that it's much simpler to use than most Adobe tools. It might have a little bit less like flexibility, but you can do a lot of stuff with Canva. I, for one, do a ton like my, you know, for example, my podcast cover I created in Canva. Um, whenever I do custom podcast covers, whenever I have guests on, those are all created on Canva. I mean, like I made my pitch deck for AI Box, my software startup on Canva, and even, you know, dating back pitch, my previous pitch decks for other software startups I've done, um, all sorts of projects, like all my projects I do on Canva, to be honest, because it's online, it's super fast, it's super quick. They got tons of templates and assets and it does a lot of things that Adobe does not use. Now that doesn't mean I'm like exclusively over there. I definitely use Adobe XD for a lot of stuff, although I've recently switched to Figma for that. Um, but you know, I, I use a lot of Adobe tools when I do podcast interviews. I you know edit on Premiere and I use Photoshop for certain things because I you know grew up using that and uh, I'm really good at that you know that software. But in any case, Canva definitely has a special place in my heart and it's really great for collaborative work as well. So and it's of course online, which I think it's kind of uh, ridiculous that tools like Photoshop are a program you have to download onto your computer you have to update and there it's not uh collaborative you can't share this whatever you're working on with people it, it's pretty ridiculous in my mind so i think that's where canva kind of uh steps in and has taken the cake in any case today on the podcast we're going to be diving into all of the new features and the reasons why i think they're making some really big steps with ai so let's get into it Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Gone are the days when design was a really complicated endeavor. At least that's what Canva is telling us right now with a bunch of new AI features they're rolling out. I think Canva right now has over 150 million users every month, and they've been on kind of the front line of making really complex design tasks simple. That's kind of what they do, right? Like I mentioned in the intro, uh, you know, Adobe has very complex tools that can do really sophisticated things, but Canva makes a lot of that much more simple and can still do a lot of the complex stuff if I'm being 100% honest. In any case, it now seems that they're really upping the ante with the integration of some AI image generation um, tools that they're bringing in. Uh, and I think, you know, giving this a little bit of context, last year Canva introduced its community to what it called Magic Media, which was essentially an AI-driven image generator that kind of brings to life the world, the words that you type, right? I mean, pretty much what, what it is is something like Dolly, and I think it might even be plugged directly into Dolly. So 
I don't believe this was anything built in-house. They don't have their own AI model. They're just, you know, using an API to something like Dolly. So it was so-so. Um, in any case, uh, it you know, it was not just for images, but now apparently it could do video too, which is very interesting. In a statement, Canva shared its goals behind the innovation saying, quote, our mission has always been to make complex things simple and tapping into exciting new ways to empower our community to bring their ideas and imaginations to life is an important part of that. So if it wasn't like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the camp saying anything that you do with AI and video right now is impressive because there's not a lot of people doing it. Um, but essentially Canva users now have three different image generating apps. They can use Canva's Magic Media, OpenAI's Dolly, and then Google Cloud's Imagen. So they kind of have these three. So I guess they must have their own kind of in-house thing with Canva's Magic Media. Canva has shared some statistics about that in particular, and they've said that in less than a year since it launched, um, their community has created around 290 million images using Magic Media and has used them for a bunch of different you know, applications from business presentations to logos, social media posts, all that kind of stuff. Um, the promise of AI-driven design on Canva is they're, they're kind of make, trying to make this simple. Essentially, when you can't find the visuals, um, you just type in whatever you want and then they'll you know, essentially generate something. Um, you know, you can say something like black and white il illustration of someone baking a cake or something more complex. And then essentially they can do that. Now, it's kind of interesting because this I feel like is a really good integration of AI tools, right? People are already doing a lot of graphic design projects on here. They're building templates. They're building, you know, flyers. They're, they're generating images for their websites, for their podcasts, for like everything. And sometimes like they have a little tool on there where you can essentially like search for images or like graphics. But like they mentioned, sometimes you don't get exactly what you want. And so it's like, well, why don't I just tell an AI to generate exactly what I'm going for? And I think that's when this really kind of fills in where nothing else exists. I think the benefit of this tech um, is kind of that like professionals, uh, marketers, content creators, small business owners, all that don't really need to sift through countless stock images to find one that they like. They can pretty much just create the exact one, right? And outline the exact visual. So I think that is a bit of a no brainer as far as like an application. Canva has made sure that the integration of the AI tools is fairly seamless. It's not too complicated. I will give them credit for that. Um, essentially, users can create, edit, and also fine-tune their images without having to hop between different tools or platforms, which is very nice. Um, enhancements have also been made to Magic Media's text image capabilities, including the ability to generate similar-looking variations of an image, it's similar to what you'd see with like uh, uh, Midjourney, right? And how you can essentially say, to create new variations of the same image. So moreover, I think the spectrum of styles that Magic Media now supports is a, a little bit bigger. They have photos, uh, they have neon, they have concept art, and they offer users a, a bunch of different uh, options to choose from. So again, right, it's pretty much just like fancy prompt engineering. I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, you know, just like you click a button to make it like a neon piece of art, but in reality, it just adds the word neon into the prompt that is feeding to the engine, right? So I think in an age where technology is like pretty much AI is, has this like problem right now with ethics and whatnot, Canva is trying to be proactive in this. Um, essentially, they emphasized that they are ensuring that the tools they offer are safe and responsible. Um, you know, I know that sounds and I'm like not very specific. But I think to achieve this, they've kind of invested in a bunch of different safety measures, including automated reviews to prevent the generation of unsafe imagery and a feedback loop where users can report problematic outputs. I mean, this is just this is normal stuff you'd expect. 
So I don't actually, I don't know, think this is anything groundbreaking that they've done here. Um, in any case, I think by partnering with some different industry leaders, Google Cloud, OpenAI, Canva's trying to leverage other apps as well that also um, they can add into there. I'm not sure if they're doing this because they're not very confident in their own tool being good, right? I think this is kind of a play you'd see from a company that's like, hey, we made this thing. It's definitely in beta. It's like, you know, not incredible, but if it doesn't have what you want, like, you know, just go use Google or OpenAI. That's kind of the vibe I get from it, but maybe they're just trying to be, you know, super nice and give you a lot of options. In any ca- in any case, recognizing the ongoing debate about generative AI and copyright issues, Canva is also working to give some resources and insights to address concerns. Um, there, It's kind of funny. They said that they want to be a quote-unquote force for good um, and to innovate responsibly, but like, again, that seems like not very specific and they haven't really made any specific promises there. So, I mean... It seems well-intentioned, but I'm not going to give them any credit until they say something specific they've actually done. So for people that are eager to explore some of these these new digital design tools, Canva's Magic Media along with Imogen and Dolly are available in Canva's app Marketplace. So you can use that on desktop, iOS, Android. I think this is a really really, uh, great use case. Canva is an awesome partner to have in this AI space. Um, and I think there's like the use case is very obvious. They're not making a big stretch to try to include AI into their platform. So I will give them that. I do think that what they're what they're doing is really along the right lines. They're they're you know essentially focusing on what they should. My only thing is you know maybe I wish they had of put a bigger budget or focused more and went a little bit harder on making something that was really really polished, more like Midjourney. But I mean Midjourney is like the number one. So it's kind of, I guess it's kind of hard to compare. Um, them to that especially when that's not like the only thing they do but in any case they do have a big budget they are a big company so I do believe they they might be able to do a little bit better on this but you know time will tell and it'll be very interesting to see if like Canva goes from being a design company to like a major player in you know a foundational AI model I think that'd be really exciting and a cool prospect so we'll definitely be following them and keeping you updated on that Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.